In May 2019, the International Publishers Association and Dubai Cares had a vision to support publishers across the African continent. The result was a courageous initiative called the Africa Publishing Innovation Fund, an $800,000 fund to support literacy, book access, indigenous publishing and library restoration. This podcast series features the dreamers and free thinkers who have stepped up in the face of adversity. We'll learn about their ambitious projects and a shared belief that access to knowledge is an undeniable human right. My name is Kumuriwa Alira Bushiratu. I'm from Ghana, uh, Upper East Region, specifically Paga, uh, a remote community in the Upper East Region of Ghana. Yes, and I'm the founder of Lenny's Girls Foundation, a startup NGO that is into empowering girls through education. My profound quote is from um, the alchemist written by, it's a book called Alchemist, written by Paolo Cao, yes, who stay, uh, which states that uh, when you want something, the whole universe conspires to help you in that, in achieving that. Yes, and the moral behind this is, um, uh, as a founder of this initiative, Hocho started last year, September, yes, so, uh, starting the project, I started it with a passion to solve the problem, but I didn't start it to kind of create a, a company or an organization. But with my passion to see that the problem is being solved, a lot of people came up with ideas, support both in kind and in cash, uh, the necessary resources that we need. When we knock on doors, they open and everyone comes on board. Uh, to help us see this true. So I see myself being here as a work of the whole universe. Everyone came into being to make this come true. In 2020 in Ghana, there have been um, an increased rate of enrollment of about uh, 547 student enrollment into the tertiary institutions. Yes, uh, like a kind of uh, improvement within the 15 years range. But uh, unfortunately, um, 20, uh, 2019 records also states that uh, there have been a, a lot of uh, uh, male enrollment more than females. This is due to uh, uh, the gender disparities that is, and inequalities that exist due to cultural demands in our urban and rural areas this is not a good uh, situation in Ghana where we have a lot of uh, male enrollment in school. We are empowering more males uh, into the educational sector. Meanwhile, uh, women are the, I'll say, the, the, the foundation of a home. They are those who need to build um, the home and uh, everybody's life depends on the mother. And also, uh, this means that uh, women's education or girls' education must be given a priority. Lenny's Girls Foundation, uh, we started as an idea state and we got the uh, African Publishing Innovation Fund um, at the beginning of our organization. So I would say that uh, our, our organization's mother is uh, the 
a international publicist association in Dubai case. Yes, because no matter where we get along, along the way in the future, we will still come back to them because they are our supporters from the ground state. And our project is to supporting girls' empowerment through education. Because um, in Ghana, um, Northern region, we don't have, uh, there is a lot of poverty rates in the rural areas where I come from. And uh, myself, I'm a beneficiary of a scholarship. And I'm also a student pursuing my first degree. So I'll be graduating next year. And this is through the support of an organization that has given me scholarship from high school to date. So without this support, I would have been in the crisis of my colleagues who are in the markets doing the Kayaye. Kayaye um, uh, is a Ghanaian term, but in English, we call it the headquarters. Yes, so these girls carry pounds in the market, carrying people's goods. So when you go to the um, markets in Accra, the capital of Ghana, you see a lot of girls in the markets carrying people's goods. They sleep in the outskirts of this town because they don't have home in the southern sector. So when they come from the north, they sleep in the front of the people shops and, and bath there, wash, everything is done there. In the daytime, they call around. When you come to the market to buy items, then they carry them for you. That is what they do for a living. So imagine this, um, they are doing it to take care of their financial needs, food, everything. And this will not gain them any money because they can carry them, uh, people's loads and you give the person one CD, one Ghana CD, which is so less because, um, one dollar, uh, equivalent to about 5.7 Ghana CDs. Yes. And now one Ghana CD is so small. These are the ways the girls move from the rural communities coming to the southern sector to work. And I said uh, most of this is uh, between the ages of girls, between the ages of 10 and above, who leave home because of uh, they don't have uh, money to fend for themselves. They are performing very badly in their education and can't move forward. And their parents, too, because of this, they want to push them to get married to people. So when they get married, that kind of responsibility is moved out of them. Yes, so they also move away from home and engage in this. So the COVID uh, pandemic crisis came and there was a lot of lockdown. So uh, the restrictions in movement and all that was created. And these people, uh, these uh, girls are in the outskirts of Accra industry. So the security agents too are pushing them out to go and then because you can't be moving around in the markets like that, but they don't have homes to go. I, I thought to myself, I, I'm a student. And I'm being sponsored. I don't have resources in kind of like creating job opportunities for these girls or like uh, putting, giving them scholarship packages. No, I don't have that. But what I can do is get up, get people on board to come together, provide solutions to this in kind or in cash so that we can do the in kind is in the sense that I see our organization, uh, as a volunteer organization. Everybody involved is a volunteer. You are either volunteering your service or your resources because uh, most of our programs are done uh, based on uh, volunteer works. When we go to our programs, our media, people come to support. I have not paid a penny for a media work. All they do is they come, give their service, and they get our programs done. Our project uh, is to empower girls through creating education because I have been educated from my home. If not because of education, I wouldn't have been here. I've come this far 
and I'm moving up into it. That I can boast myself and say that um, the rich, I will also be like the rich. And in order to do that, you have to support their education. So in order to get a sustainable solution for this crisis, I thought of uh, creating library spaces. So when I create these library spaces, then we have mentorship programs where we get resource person to mentor them so you know what is happening in their lives so that you support their education whilst they are in school. You guide them, provide them reading materials because most of them don't have the money to buy reading materials. So you give them books and also uh, introducing them to digital libraries, digital e-learning where they can get to know what is happening in the world. Okay, so there's the book Snow White, which is common during the olden days. So there's no heights, uh, reading it, uh, kids will be like, I want to go to see the snow. Yes, so when you introduce them to um, what uh, people are doing elsewhere, they, they become inspired. They want to work to get that. And when they want to get to that stage, you tell them the root is education. They need to be educated. This is why we are creating the library space and also creating uh, innovative and creative thinking through robotics programs using our local resources. Yes, like getting cars, getting our own uh, uh, waste management products, uh, waste products like bottles uh, to uh, design practical uh, science programs that are in our various textbooks so that it will motivate them and make them so creative to think uh, out aloud. African Publishing Innovation Fund is helping us to uh, construct a library space, which is almost to co uh, completion, and it has a capacity of 100 uh, children. Yes, so it will be a space for digital learning. So there will be computers, there is a computer IT section of the project, and also there it will be supported with books, stocked with books, where these skills can learn. And also we are uh, doing a teacher mentor project in three, uh, three schools in the community where the teachers uh, get in touch with the kids, uh, have uh, reading sections with them. And also with that, you know um, the size in which they are lacking. And also you help to so create some friendly uh, relationship between yourself and them so that they can share what is going on and the support you can have for them and also inspire them. Yes, yeah, so we are doing this in three schools um, in the uh, district. There have been a lot of efforts to improve the educational system in Ghana. For instance, the free education for the senior high schools. Yes, so the government uh, is undertaking a free educational system, even though there are a lot of loopholes because introducing a new model kind of needs adjustment and all. But this is uh, helping a lot because rural communities do not have to pay school fees, which is always a challenge for them to go to the secondary schools. And even though, um, this is happening, but there are a lot of um, challenges in terms of uh, uh, access to uh, classroom facilities, learning materials in the rural communities, because um, they themselves, they are looking out uh, for resources to feed. Now they're talking of buying the book. They'll be like, book is so secondary. It's not something that has to be a primary priority. Yes, so this is a very big challenge uh, in Ghana. And even though the people are eager to learn, people are, they through radio and news, they are seeing... Uh, a lot of things that are done through education, so they, they are eager, they are inspired to move forward. The most rewarding part of this journey is, um, to myself, 
it's, it's amazing. It's amazing uh, from the onset where I uh, put up the proposal uh, of today, a African Publishing Innovation Fund, uh, waking up to see an email invitation to an interview. So I was like, really, was I really shortlisted? <laughs> yeah, that was the question to myself. And from that state, uh, uh, even though during the, pro uh, the progress of the project, there was a lot of challenges because as a novice in the field, I had, uh, had to go and do adjustments in terms of budgets and others. But the committee believed in me that uh, you can do it. And what, what's, what's the next stage? You need to do this, that. And also the committee, also some of them donated some books which we are using for the the teacher mentor program. So the kids are currently using their books. And also they provide a platform. Okay, contact BookBank, contact uh, BookAid International, they'll help you with this and that. So this is the kind of uh, uh, network or the kind of support that uh, I want to see in the future when all people come to, uh, they correlate, they come together to support uh, a, a project to see it move out and solve the solutions you want. So this has been so touching to myself. If you enjoyed this episode, then please consider subscribing to our channel. The Africa Publishing Innovation Fund is an $800,000 fund to support literacy, book access, indigenous publishing, and library restoration across Africa. We'd like to give special thanks to our project partner, Dubai Cares, who have been working towards providing children and youth in developing countries with access to quality education. To date, this UAE-based global philanthropic organization has successfully launched education programs reaching over 20 million beneficiaries in 60 developing countries. To learn more, please visit www.dubaicares.ae. This podcast series is brought to you by the International Publishers Association. The IPA is the world's largest federation of national, regional, and specialist publishers' associations. Our membership comprises 89 organizations from 73 countries in Africa, Asia, Australasia, Europe, and the Americas. Through its members, IPA represents thousands of individual publishers worldwide who service markets containing more than 5.6 billion people. Learn more about the IPA by visiting www.internationalpublishers.org.